podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Who are the must-own FPL assets? Who offers the best value? And who's going to be on your watch list? It's tier list time. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Yeah, that's right. We are going to be doing a tier list. That's 20 FPL names, mostly popular names, and we're going to be ranking them on five different tiers. Players that we absolutely must own players that we would love to own but perhaps can't stretch to, those that offer great value, those that will be on my watch list and those that might have a breakthrough season. So we've got five tiers, we've got 20 players and that some of the names mentioned we're going to be talking about Salah and Foden and Son and Botman and Gabriel and Enciso and Rashford and Chilwell. Some so popular, some not so popular. So let's start to rank them. So you guys can be dropping comments and let me know if you agree with my rankings. Let's start off with one of the biggest names in FPL, the former king of FPL, and that is Mo Salah. So in years gone by, this is a really easy one. We put him as a must-have, don't we? Not this time we don't. Not this time at all. 12.5 million is a good price. I do think he's great value, but the tier most appropriate here is he's going to have to go in that love-to-own camp. Now we're all going to be making Mo Salah drafts. Whether or not we go forward with that Mo Salah team, I'm not so sure. I was playing around this morning. I can't get Trent, Salah and Haaland in my team. So Salah's a love to own at the moment. We're not going to be ripping up our teams and starting again to accommodate Mo. But if we see something pre-season and Liverpool really impressing us and perhaps other assets aren't, I think he'll be a really popular owner. At the moment, I think he'll be around 20% owned into game week one. So Salah kicks us off. Let's move on now to Phil Foden. This is someone that's in my game week one draft. Many of you would have watched that, that video on YouTube. So Foden for me is, I mean, it feels wrong saying this could be his breakout season because he's been around for so long. But he's never been over a long period of time, a permanent fixture in Pep's 11. For a long time, he was playing false nine before Haaland came. He started off playing midfield three, but David Silva and De Bruyne were around. We've seen him out on the left, seen him out on the right. He's never nailed a, a position long term when everyone's fully fit. Sure, when players get injured, he slots into a variety of roles. Well, this might be the season where he comes in and actually owns a place in the starting 11. And it might just be in that Gundogan role. I know they've signed Kovacic, but the Gundogan role seems to me like that's Foden's most natural position, right? In a midfield three attacking slot, that's where we started off. And I wonder if we'll see him there. So sure, could be a breakout season, but I feel like that might be patronising him a little bit. Um, this is an England regular. Um, let's go, I think, with great value on Phil Foden, right? 7.5 million. If he's a starter, he's going to be exceptional value. And for all of you guys that have just got Haaland in terms of Man City covering your drafts, look at the Man City first six fixtures. Knowing Haaland's going to be 80% owned, I don't think that's enough. I think we need more than, than Haaland to cover that City attack. Phil Foden feels like a good move. Mahrez and Grealish are the same price, by the way. Um, we just need to know Foden's going to get minutes. Pre-season uh, Community Shield will help us with that. So we've got Salah, we've got Foden. Let's move on to perhaps a less well-known name, but someone that's doing, well, he's had a good summer for England under-21s. He could be seen as a favourite by Poch, who we know likes playing the youngsters, and that is Madueke. Really surprised to see him at 5.5 million, although it probably is accurate and fair. This is a guy that's barely featured for Chelsea. Did so well in Holland, PSV. Um, funnily enough, came through, I think, the Spurs Academy. I don't know if Poch came across him at that time. Um, but Madueke, if he starts at 5.5 million, 
he'll be in all our teams. Will he start? We're not so sure. You could say similar for Mudrick at 6.5, but Madueke at 5.5, this could be his breakthrough year, right? Certainly at Chelsea. So I think this is an easy one here. Sure, he'll offer good value, but let's put him in the breakthrough category um, and definitely one we'll be monitoring. Guys, all of these 20 names will be ones that we're monitoring, right? We've got our eyes on all 20 of them. Um, so this is almost like a semi-watch list for me. Um, let's move on to a bit of Liverpool midfield away from Mo Salah. Because look, if we love to have Mo Salah, but can't, are we covering Liverpool attack in any other way other than Trent? Well, we'll talk about a couple of options in this show. Let's start off with Jota though. Um, 8 million midfielder, been reclassified. We like that. We like that. Um... He could play number nine. Him or Hakpo. I think Hakpo gets the nod to start the season. Jota will be an impact sub. He could play on the left, but Luis Diaz probably gets the nod. So with roots to that 11, as soon as there's an injury and Jota's in, 8 million will be a steal because he'll play in the front three. But until we see that, I don't think we can go to, to Jota. So at the moment, he's just on the watch list for me. And actually, I think we should probably move on to Darwin straight away. Because Darwin is exactly the same category here. Sure, he's a 7.5 million forward, not an 8 million midfielder. But it's exactly the same category. Is he in Liverpool starting 11? We don't know the answer to that. But I would, I would bet on not if everyone's fit. And I'd say the same with Jota. I think the front three is going to be Diaz and Hakpo, right? With, of course, Salah. There are two spots available for brilliant players. But Darwin, if he gets game time and starts playing games... We want him in our team. 7.5 minutes. Like if you look at the last season data, um, check out Fantasy Football Scout, by the way, guys, that sponsor this channel. Look, I was looking earlier at some of Darwin's numbers from last season. Sure, his conversion's poor, but on the Scout members area, you can filter by everything. And he's top of the charts in terms of like big chances and stuff like that. Um, so we do like Darwin. We just need to see him play. So Darwin joins Jota on the watch list. Um, Let's move on to Bruno Fernandes because big debate already is like, do you go Bruno or Rashford? There's 0.5 in it. Um, I would love Bruno. And am I answering my own question here? I would love Bruno, but don't have him in my team. And I don't think I will have him in my team. Does that mean he fits in that love to own category? I think at 8.5, he'll be great value. I think in years gone by, he's been, been a must own. I think he's on everyone's watch list. But I think he's, he's more than just watch list. He's absolutely love to own. So I think we probably put him alongside Mo Salah, don't we? Um, so for me, Bruno's going to go in that love to own. So let's drop him in there. Um, many of you will be shouting at the camera, at the, your screens going, no, he's a must. Or no, he's, he's just on the watch list. But he's so close to being in my 11. I just can't accommodate. And the value, we did not expect to see Bruno at 8.5 million, did we? Um, let's stick with the love to own category. And I'm going to pick out, look, I mean, we can see some 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 cool names we're about to discuss. Um, there's Chelsea defenders in there. There's Kane. We've got in CISO and, and, and Trent. But let's move to Reese James because if Reese James was a player we never worried about in terms of injuries, he'd be a must own. He is dynamite for FPL when he's playing. But I think last season he had something like 14 or 15 starts in the Premier League. Chilwell the same. One had 14, one had 15. Um, and with that, we just know that there's a good chance he picks up a knock, but he's not injured until he's injured. And when he's fit, we should be considering him. So Reese James, again, for me, is more than just watch list. He's someone I'm desperate to get in my 11. Haven't at the moment, so I'm going to put him in the love to own category. This category is looking good, isn't it? There'll be loads of drafts with Salah, Bruno, um, and Reese James all in there. Um, I don't have any of the three. 
it will be a back four for Chelsea, remember, but the fullbacks will still get very, um, very far forward in the pot system. So James is a love to own. And as I said before, he would have fit into other categories. And by the way, great value too, like 5.5 million. If he, if he is on song, he's not far off trend in terms of what you get. Um, all right, let's stay at Chelsea. Hopefully at Chelsea. And that's Colwell. Will he be at Chelsea? And if he is at Chelsea, will he be starting? Because I think this is a hidden gem here. 4.5 million for Colwell. If he's in the Chelsea 11, will be exceptional value. But I think we have to go through breakout because... Yes, he was brilliant at Brighton last year and it was his breakthrough season in the Premier League. But in terms of being an FPL asset, this could be his breakthrough season. So Colwell is currently in my draft. I need to see pre-season he's going to be starting. I need to see what Poch says. But we could see a centre-back pairing of Thiago Silva and Colwell. We could see Fafana and Colwell. We could see Fafana and Thiago. There's obviously Badia Shield there as well. Chelsea have centre-back options, but Colwell might just be the best of the lot in terms of FPL this season. At 4.5, we like him very much. So let's put him in breakout. And then look, we'll stick at centre-back, shall we? Botman. I can't believe Botman is 4.5. Like, you can buy Trippier for 6.5, and sure, you get more with Trippier, but for the same clean sheet points, you get Botman. He's nailed, he plays every minute. Shah is more expensive. All the other Newcastle defenders think Dan Byrne is more expensive. Well, Botman, exceptional value. So we'll pop him in next to Foden, shall we? I think, for many, Botman would be listed as watch list as well. And for many, he'll be loved to own. And for some, he'll be a must-have. Botman ticks loads of these boxes um i'm going to put them in value because i think that's the standout because it's 4.5 million the problem is in terms of why he wouldn't be a must-have for me is purely fixtures newcastle when you look at the tickers right at the bottom they have dreadful fixtures and with that i'm like what if i wildcard in game week four what if i wildcard in game week six then i can bring botman in but in till that point i'm like mm, i don't need botman so i can either move to him in five six seven weeks or there's a chance I'll be wildcarding around then anyway. Now, I'm not planning a wildcard and I never do. But I know how I've historically played the game. A lot of the times I'm putting that trigger in game week four, five, six. Um, so let's see. Botman for me is a no because so many wildcard early. Let's move on to Son. Um, we've not spoken about Son or Kane, have we? So let's do Son first. Easy one for me. He's watch list. He has to be watch list. He's could be amazing value he's had the biggest price production i think from anyone what was he 12 million last year and he's nine this time around three million drop we saw similar with rashford last year and look what happened uh nine million let's see how spurs click let's see how he sets up i think he's going to be fairly wide if kane stays um postacoglu does play a front three pretty wide the width comes from the front three rather than the fullbacks who will be more sort of in, in the inverted channel i do think poro will be an amazing option um so let's put son down um on the watch list and then let's move to another another break a breakthrough star shall we like hopefully a breakthrough star we've got we've got Colwell on there already we've got Madawiki on there already but maybe the best of the lot on this list is a kid you probably don't know too much about in league and last year he smashed it over 20 goals that is Balogun of Arsenal now we've all got triple Arsenal most of us have in our teams we can't have a fourth Arsenal player now, he's not going to be getting game time for Arsenal this season. Like, we know Nketiah is the backup striker. We know Havertz can play there. And we know Gabby Jesus is, is pretty nailed. Balogun could get be sold or he could get a loan move. Now, the chances are, this is a kid that's shown like he's happy to go overseas, right? And there'll be teams in France and in, he's been linked with some Serie A teams that'll be looking for his signature. 
Arsenal might go have another loan. But for me, if you're Arsenal, it makes sense to loan him to a lower tier sort of Premier League team because I want to see if he can score goals in the Premier League. So let's say he turns up at, I don't know, Brentford or West Ham, sort of mid-table team. 4.5 million and he's getting game time. He'd been at Brighton. You know, he'd been everyone's team. So Balogun, definitely one to watch. He's on so many categories again and all these players tick multiple boxes, but breakthrough for sure. Let him be on your radar, guys. Uh, we've done Son, we should do Kane. This is a simple one. He's not a must-have as he has been in years gone by. Although he's never really ticked that box because it's always been like, oh, Salah's the only must-have or Trent's the only must-have or Haaland's the only must-have. So he's always been on the cusp. So again, this is a love to own. Many will have Kane, many won't. He'll be about 15, 20% owned, I reckon, come game week one. A little bit lower than Mo Salah. So love to own Harry Kane. But look, let's do some of those must-owns, shall we? We mentioned um, just a minute ago Saka. He's a must-have, I think. This must-have category, there's only three names in there for me. What do you reckon? Like, are you guys going to tell me Trent or Salah are must-haves or a Stupinan or... I mean, a Stupinan's not even made this list, but that's because I can only... No, he has. We've got a Stupinan at the bottom. For me, Saka's a must-have. So let's drop Sa Saka in with a must-have. Um, has to be on there, doesn't he? Has to be on there. Like, did we, did we do Haaland earlier? I can't remember. Let's put Haaland... If I haven't done Haaland already, Haaland and Saka are two of the three must-owns in this game. We'll do the third must-own in a minute. Now, the reason Saka's... We don't need to discuss Haaland. The reason we're doing Saka is the value. Because you could argue Martinelli and Odegaard produce similar. And they do. But because Saka has penalties and because he rarely gets injured and he rarely gets substituted, and you could argue Martinelli is often substituted or will be with more strength and depth in that team, despite being nailed for starts, I do think Martinelli is. Saka's got the penalty appeal and he's only 0.5 more. And he's the same price as Odegaard. I expected Saka to be more than them both. I thought he'd be 0.5 more than Odegaard. I thought it'd be 9 million. So I'm going to have to say, and look, you, the likes of Martinelli are great value. Um, and Odegaard's still a good buy, but Saka's an exceptional buy. So Saka is a must-have for me. Let's move on to some defenders. I mentioned the Stupinan. First, let's do Gabriel. Uh, we'll stick with Arsenal. I think Gabriel at 5 million surprised everyone. Like, Ben White is 5.5, and the other Arsenal defenders are 5. Zinchenko, Saliba, Gabriel. Gabriel's the best of the bunch by a country mile. He will score you a goal every 8, 9, 10 games. Um, I think, was it five last season? He's a beast from set pieces. He's a bit like a Virgil van Dijk. From attacking set plays, he's the guy you want on the end of them. So you'll get, you will get some goals from Gabriel. And I've got Ramsdale in my team and I'm like, mm, five million for Ramsdale, five million for Gabriel. Maybe I, I, I swap my keepers and accommodate Gabriel in this, in this team. So Gabriel for me, isn't a must own. He's great value and he'll be verging on must own or love to have, but exceptional value. So let's drop him in there. Uh, and it's Stupinan. I think we do the same with a Stupinan. Like, sure, Stupinan, I think, is the most popular defender in the game. I think about 50% of first drafts. By the way, there's already over a million managers signed up. Brighton defence is really good, but it's not like this is Man City or Newcastle defence. Um, and there's attacking threat there. So definitely we like him and he's great value. And many thought a Stupinan would be 5.5 like Gabriel. 5 million option, he definitely fits in um, that great value bow. And for many, if you don't have him, of course, he'll be on your watch list or he'll be a love to own. Let's move on and stay at Brighton though, shall we? This was someone I was very excited to see. 
I wanted to know if he was going to be a forward or a midfielder, and I wanted to know how much less than Matoma he was going to be. So Matoma's a 6.5 mid, and CISO, we have to discuss, is 5.5 and a mid. Now, the positives of Nciso. Baller, great fixtures, attacking team that scores tons of goals. Can play a variety of roles, either number 10, wide left, wide right, or as a striker. That's all four attacking spots covered. He's played all four for Brighton. Not always started all four, but played all four. I watched him at the Emirates um, towards the end of the season when they, they won Brighton. Stupinan scored. And, and CISO and Matoma were just swapping flanks. This was when Solly March was injured. He's comfortable anywhere. I still don't know his best position. I don't know if he does. I don't know if Deserby does. Can he, be, can he fit in the team every week? I'm not sure. Sure, he's one of their best players. And I think he's in their best 11. But will he start every week? Deserby rotates a lot. We could see Welbeck and Ferguson rotating. We could see Welbeck and Ferguson both start. And that means there's no number 10. And that means there's perhaps less space for NCSO. There's obviously Lalana in the squad. He was injured at the end of last season. Solly March and Matoma feel like the most nailed on the flanks. That's why they're more expensive. There's Pascal Gross that can play number 10. Obviously, he played right back a lot last year or, or DM. So, one to monitor, but this could be a breakthrough season for him. I know last year was good, but this could be a breakthrough season with regards to a nailed asset. And if he's a nailed asset, like Madoeke in the same category, he's straight in our teams. Like Colwell, straight in our teams. So, let's move on to the third must-own. It's Haaland, it's Saka, and I think it's Rashford too, Although there will be loads that say he's not a must-own because there's a conversation to be had. It's, it's Bruno instead of Rashford. And I know that's a close vote. Uh, for me, it's do you pay the 0.5. So much higher up the pitch than Bruno. Um, Bruno could play a little deeper this year as well. Um, I don't know if I like Rashford playing as the nine or on the left. He's, an adva- he's super advanced regardless and he drifts left regardless. I'm hoping United sign a striker. If they don't, just because he's a number nine, don't think that makes him a better FPL asset. That's not necessarily the case. A load of his points come from that wide left. Um, regardless, United got good fixtures. He's the talisman. For me, Rashford's a must own. He's worth the extra 0.5. Penalties are often split between the two of them, Bruno and Rashford. That's annoying. Um, maybe this season we'll know absolutely who's nailed on pens. Um, we've got two left. We've got two left. Uh, we discussed Reese James earlier. We should probably do Chilwell in the same category. Although I put Reese James slightly higher up in my sort of pecking order, which is why Reese James is kind of a love to have, and Chilwell's just going to go watch list for me. I think. What do you guys reckon? I think Chilwell watch list. Um, guys, thank you by the way for subscribing to the channel. Loads of you have been doing that in in recent weeks, um, and it's awesome to have your support pre-season. Loads of content planned. So let's do Chilwell, who by the way, in terms of goal threat last season, was better than Reese James. Assist threat, Reese James is better. Goal threat, when you look at shots in the box um, and XG, Chilwell outperformed Reese. Both great options, and also Chilwell took like. 50-odd corners, and Reese took about 20. I was looking at the numbers earlier on the scout members area again, and yeah, I like I like Chilwell's numbers, but Reese for me, there's just something there which is like he's phenomenal as an FPL asset, and, and, and Chilwell, when he's on song, is just excellent. Kind of, I always thought Cancelo, Trent, and Reese are the top three, and then you've got like the tier below that, which is like Trippier, who's awesome, Shaw, who's awesome, Chilwell, who's awesome. Um, so let's move on to Trent. For, lastly, I don't think he's a must-have because of his price. If he was 7.5 or 7, I'd have him as a must-have. But at 8, he just tips that threshold to go he's a love-to-own. Again, some of you will disagree and say he's a must-have. I am looking at drafts 
without Trent. I'm, I, the, the top three names here, Rashford, Saka and Haaland, I don't think I'll produce a draft without those three. They're the non-negotiables. And whilst Trent is very close to that, the closest of anyone on this list, I don't think he's a non-negotiable. Guys, KDB, we need to put in a category. Let's move to him in a second. But before we do, you can join my mini league. Check it out. Can't wait to see all of my YouTube subscribers, hopefully, in my mini league. The code is on screen now. Go join it. Um, KDB, we're going to put in a sixth category. I mean, it's like not really a category, but we've not really discussed it. So let's do a separate video. Go check out my 11 players to avoid. The avoid category is going to be KDB. It's because of the money. 10.5 million. You can get Foden, Grealish, Mares, all at 7.5. There's no doubt in he's a great FPL asset. But at that price, for the start of the season, the injuries are picking up with him as well. He's a swerve for me. Guys, thank you so much for supporting the YouTube channel, liking, subscribing. I look forward to seeing you very, very soon. Enjoy the preseason content. Got so much planned. Take care and goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.